Today's episode is brought to you by The Art Scene. Visit artscene.com.au. Welcome to Glazed Over, the podcast for watercolour enthusiasts. I'll take you behind the washers, the dry brush and the horizon lines to ignite your passion of all things watercolour. I'm your host, Tony White. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get stuck in. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Glazed Over, everybody. My name's Tony White. I will be your host every week, or have been so far. Not unless um, anyone's got any plans. But um, now I'm here to tell you a story and uh, talk all things watercolour. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, I just want to uh, take this opportunity to say thank you very much to everybody for listening and supporting this podcast so far. We're only, this is our ninth episode. Um, last week's episode was great uh, with uh, Alvaro Castanet. He's a top fella and we'll definitely get him back at some point because he's just got too much to say that's very, very cool and thought-provoking. You know, makes you, makes you question things and that's what, that's what we're after. So just a couple of things to get us into today's show is um, just want you to go to my website if you can. Please remember to do that, uh, tonywhitewatercolor.com. That's watercolor, C-O-L-O-U-R.com. And from there, there's a link to my YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that. That'd be great. And uh, there's also a Facebook page uh, called Glazed Over, the Watercolor Podcast, And uh, that's a good little community we're building up there of uh, lots of like-minded people. So it's very cool. Thank you so much. Now, today's episode is also brought to you by The Art Scene. Uh, If you go to their website, artscene.com.au, and use the promo code TONY10, so T-O-N-Y-1-0, you'll get 10% off your order. Uh, Thank you for doing that. That'd be great. Show our sponsors some love. Thank you. And let's get into it. This is an episode that I've been wanting to do and not wanting to do at the same time. Um, Because it's a a frustrating one. It's a bit of a conundrum. Uh, Materials, 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 materials. (sighs) Yes. Yawn. Exactly. But they're very important. So... I want to touch on them because hopefully my experience can save you guys some hassle and um, provide a bit of guidance. I can only rely on my own experience, of course. Um, Don't get me wrong. I am just as obsessed with art materials as anybody else. Um, I think I've learned to compartmentalize it a bit so I can not worry about it and I certainly don't spend anywhere near as much money as I used to on them because uh, I've gotten to the point where I realise it doesn't make you a better painter uh, and then once you get to that point you go oh it's a bit of a light bulb moment so it sounds obvious but it's an obsession but don't let them don't let the uh, art supplies slow you down um they are watercolors are amazing in themselves, and us art supply tragics have a, a lot to choose from in this medium. Obviously, we got papers, paints, and brushes, and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, 
stupid things like spray bottles and water containers get get a lot of a lot of uh, attention. Masking tape, tissues, <laughs> backing boards. Uh, it's crazy. Um, so I just want to go through what I've found, and hopefully that'll help you guys. Um, the worst part of this obsession is that it that uh, halts our actual progress because we're wasting valuable time on all this peripheral stuff rather than painting. So yeah, that's my little warning. Uh, a little aside to that is that I am lucky enough to be sponsored by Schminky Paints and Art Scene. So I have access to amazing quality paints. Let's talk about paints first. Um, you get what you pay for, absolutely. Um, student grade paints are not all the same, uh, same quality. Um, so let's just talk student for a second. The best student grade paints I ever used were the Winsor & Newton Cotman, the Cotman brand. Um, the, they were really good and good. And if you get them, I think, I'm not sure if anyone in Australia does the bigger tubes, but um, but if you can get the bigger tubes, I think they're like 21 mil tubes, they can be really economical. Um, because the thing is with student grade paints is it can turn into a bit of a false economy. Um, because you need to use double the amount, sometimes triple the amount of pigment to get the same strength as you would with a uh, with an artist grade paint. And it's, I mean, it's the way it is. It's just what happens. Um, and even then, they, they don't. Sometimes the drying shift is really, really big. You know, it's sometimes dries sixty percent lighter. You know, on, on a rough, a rough estimate, but. Um, but if you're going to use student grade paints, that's cool. I've got no dramas with that at all. Um, use, find what you like, but I find the Cotton's worked really well and they're readily available. Um, brushes. Um, let's talk about brushes. I, I probably, I mean, you've probably seen in my tutorials and things on YouTube that I probably use, uh, Three or four brushes pretty regularly. I use. I've got a, a little. If I'm doing quarter sheet paintings, I'm, I've got a little um, moppy type brush, a natural hair brush. Um, sometimes I just you know. There's one that I use. It's like a four dollar Montmartre job from a newsagent or something. And there's a Chinese calligraphy brush, which about twenty bucks. They're not. They're not dear. And. Um, and I've got a couple of good Escoda brushes, uh, some nice squirrel mops as well. They're really nice. Um, but I use uh, I use synthetics a lot. I use the um, Escoda Perlers. Uh, they're nice and pointy. I like how they're long and pointy. Um, I know that might sound a bit a bit fruity, but they're some point. Not all pointy brushes, not all white synthetic Taclon brushes are shaped the same. Um, the Escodas just have that long point they come to a point really nicely and they maintain their point that's a really good thing they last a long time and you can beat them up and beat them up and you know eventually have to throw it away and use another one but um, 
you know, I'm, I'm on the one brush, number 12, that I use the most. Oh, it's been probably three or four months so far. I've st it's still going strong. It's almost getting to the point where it's losing its shape, but it's uh, they're workhorses. They're great. That's the Escoda Perlers. But yeah, try try things like that. Um, the white synthetic pointy brushes. They're really nice. And obviously you've got a couple of riggers, riggers here and there, um, and dagger brushes so you can make gnarly marks with that you can't really control. There's a few things, but um, once again, uh, use things from a newsagent, use things from Bunnings, go to the hardware shop, use, buy a, f a $2 synthetic flat brush, just use it, just have a crack at it. Brushes aren't all that important. They're just not all that important. Um, it's what you do with them and they can make your life a little bit easier, but quality-wise, don't stress. Um, here is something that does make a lot of difference, is your paper. <sighs> it can be the most expensive part, <laughs> pretty much, because there's, you know, there's a chance we're going to stuff it up and throw it away. But them's the breaks, you know? It's part of this, part of the deal. You don't get, you don't buy a nice car, or you don't buy a, a nice car and then complain that you've got to go and put petrol in it. It's just part of the deal. It's part of driving a car. It's part of painting. Is that um, you you want good results, and I guarantee you, you will not get good results on rubbish paper. You can try, and you'll get better results as you get more experienced, but. You're gonna waste a hell of a lot of time and be despondent and just, yeah. It's annoying, there's kind of no point to it, to be honest, it's really no point. It, it is a true false economy, the whole paper thing. Um, if you get rubbish student grade paper, uh, excuse me, paper, then you, uh, you're wasting your time. It's just not gonna work. And not even, I mean, you can go through and buy 10 million pads of, of cheap rubbish, even some of them that claim to be 100% cotton and that acid-free and all that stuff, that they're just not right. And I'm not gonna rubbish any brands or anything like that, but um, just don't bother. That's my, obviously this is all my, my opinion, big disclaimer there, it's all my opinion. Um, but yeah, don't bother. Don't bother with rubbish paper. It's not worth the hassle, and you'll get far less. Uh, you'll get far slower progress in your painting when you're using crap paper. Get good paper. Just do it. Um, Archers or Saunders, industry leaders, for a reason. They've gone. Um, Archers especially has gotten quite expensive in recent times, especially here in Australia. Um, but I personally, I prefer Saunders Waterford rough paper, 300 gram rough, and the just the white. Here's a thing too, just a white. It, and I know it sounds funny, um, but as opposed to high white, which is like that bright, just walked into 7-Eleven at two o'clock in the morning kind of white. It's something weird about it. And I think it's the sizing. I think the sizing is uh, synthetic, and it just doesn't react properly it doesn't react well when I say properly it's different still good quality build and all that but I just not for me um, the synthetic 
uh, sizing really makes a difference in it. Yeah, it's not that great to, to paint on. Uh, yes, uh, 300 gram rough, all cotton, um, no acid. It'll last, things will last forever, especially when they're good enough and they're being framed. You're laughing. Uh, what I would do is try to buy them in full sheets if you can, like in full packets. So if you wait until uh, the shops have their have their um, their specials, like Art Scene have great specials most of the time. But as I say, use that Tony Ten promo code um, and you'll get that ten percent off um, for the month of August. I see. So if you use that, that'll be cool. But get the packets; it's much more economical. Get the pack of ten full sheets. Get them to send it to you. Get a couple of them. Get it. Just get them to send, and you can cut them up into quarter sheets or half sheets, whatever you want. You can even, if you wanted to, you can even get rolls that are like ten meters long, and you know they'll cost you a fair bit more. But there's a lot of paper there, so just avoid the rubbish, even for things like sketches. Oh, like when you're painting, painting sketches, I mean, like, you know, draw with charcoal, whatever you want on anything, doesn't matter. But when you're talking about painting, if you're doing painting sketches, your sketches are going to react. So you want to react to the paper the same way as your final pieces are. So do it on some good paper. Why not? Just get used to it and get, yeah, be snobby about it and it'll save you a lot of time. And ultimately it will save you money because you're not throwing away rubbish after rubbish after rubbish but uh that's my little rant on paper so yeah just do it paper is very important um all the little stuff that goes around all of these little weird supplies that we get or we have uh the chance to um the chance to uh, shop for and uh, and find these little peripheries uh peripherals um Things like tissues. Now, this all this stuff will sound so stupid that we're devoting time to this. However, it can save you some time maybe down the track. And it's a bit of a laugh, but um, tissues. We use tissues a lot. And um, it's, it's it's a good thing because they, they come in handy for everything. Yeah, getting your paper, getting your... Moisture out of your brush, lifting things off, you know, all that kind of thing. But here's what I found. Tissues, get the cheapest possible you can find at the supermarket. You know, you in Australia, your Coles brand or your Woolies brand, just something cheapest, the cheapest you can. Don't bother with all the um, fancy schmancy things and definitely, definitely be sure to not use anything that's infused with bloody aloe vera or aloe vera or jojoba or some hippy dippy bullshit rubbish like that um and uh you'll be right but yeah cheap tissues good buy them you know they're like a 70 cents a box or something buy 10 boxes and just put them in a cupboard there you go um spray bottles anything i find if you go to a two dollar shop you'll have uh little spray bottles there that you know size of I don't know, what are they 100 mils or 150 mils no not even probably not even that um you know just use that use try not to use things like i mean you can use whatever you like i mean if there's air freshener or something that you really like the mist that comes out of it cool but just expect it to be a bit a bit funky for a little while and it'll smell 
Um, use fresh water when you can, of course, but don't worry about changing the water all the time. Um, water containers, ugh, I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> but um, just my only advice on water containers is just use a, a decent sized one. This is all in studio. Obviously, if you're, you know, you're going plain air, just use whatever you want. Something little and portable. But in your studio, use a bucket or use something that can hold quite a lot of water so it means you don't have to go and change it every five seconds. But yeah, don't don't get too worried about that. Um, what else have we got? Hair dryers. Another thing that sounds a bit stupid to talk about, but hair dryers are quite important to us watercolorists, especially when we're, you know, keen to uh, keen to crack on and and uh, keep going with the painting. Um, that's okay. Just do it. Let it dry on its own if you can. But if you want a hairdryer, don't spend much money on it. Just spend something on something that's got a little bit of a brand name attached to it and something that's a little bit powerful. You don't want to sit there. There's so many hair hairdryers. You know, you're better off bloody. You're better off blowing on it with your own bloody warm breath than a hairdryer, than some of these little ones that come out. And they might be portable, but they're useless. So it ultimately makes it useless. But yeah, get one that's uh, decent power and yeah, they're all noisy. Can't avoid that. And get one with a long cord on it. Uh, what else? Masking tape. My masking tape that I use to tape my pictures down, tape my paper down to the board, is just from Bunnings Hardware Store and it is the Bear brand. Uh, I just went and bought a few rolls the other day. It's just Bear, B-E-A-R. And it's uh, Interior Decorator Semi-Pro. I'm a Semi-Pro masking tape user. Um, try to avoid cheap masking tape, it won't work. Cheap masking tape will be rubbish and it won't stick down, you won't stick your paper down properly and you'll have nothing but hassle. So don't bother with that. Uh, just get something that's a little bit dearer. Don't don't get all those blue tapes and green tapes and all that crap because that just that throws off your throws off your colours and it's distracting when I paint with it anyway. Um, that's kind of almost it. Your boards. Uh, use whatever board you can get that won't warp. Um, core flu boards are right, like old real estate signs and all that kind of thing. Um, you can get that from Officeworks. Uh, you can get it from uh, anywhere, really. What I would recommend, though, 100% is Gator Board. It's quite dear in Australia, um, but it is the best. It's lightweight and it doesn't warp and it's really hard wearing. And that comes in, I mean, if you go to Art Scene, uh, they've got, you know, full sheet quarter sheet, half sheet sizes, everything like that, they pre-cut for you. And it's it's not that dear. Get them to send it to you with your paper so that it uh, fits in the same package. And it doesn't weigh anything, so it won't cost any, it won't add anything to the postage, I don't think. Um, that's kind of it. Use a sponge too. When you're painting, use a sponge, just a kitchen sponge. Try and get a thick one. If you can go to like, um, you know, your crazy bargains type shops, uh, try and get a thickish sort of dish sponge have that there with you as part of your arsenal have it next to your palette and uh, speaking of palettes I'll get back to that um, have it next to your palette 
and you can just use that to control the amount of moisture that's in your brush. Palettes. Um, I'm lucky enough to recently have gotten my first brass palette. Um, it's made specially for me. It's even got my bloody name on it, would you believe it? Unreal. Um, and it's amazing. It might not sound like it's a big deal with palettes, plastic versus this versus that. That's fine. It's, you know, you can make arguments either way. I just really like how the brass palette, the pigments stay quite damp, like for much longer periods of time. Even even in a, an enamel palette, like an aluminium palette that's been enamel coated, you'll find so much difference between that and a plastic palette. Plastic palettes dry out really quick. They're porous, so everything just soaks in and yeah. Um, but again, they're quite expensive. I mean, this palette I got was like 650 bucks or something stupid. But it's the last one I'll ever need. And there's something cool about that. And, but lastly, I mean, the overarching thing with all of this is use everything, try everything, and use what use ones you like. Just limit what you actually use on a regular basis. So don't let it overtake your important the important part of your journey which is after all painting don't let that ruin it so you've got to get stuck into painting find your three or four brushes find your paper find your paints and get cracking on it well that sort of brings us to a close for this week's episode i hope you enjoyed it's just a little bit of a little bit of stuff about materials. It's quite, it's quite a boring subject, but hopefully there's some of this little bit of info, this little bit of info that I've put through might help you in some way. Um, I'm not feeling particularly articulate this morning, <laughs> but um, as you've probably noticed. Um, but no, it's uh, it's all good. It's been a oh, hell of a week. So much stuff going on. <laughs> But no, I appreciate your support. Thank you very much. And don't forget to go to artscene.com.au and go use the promo code TONY10 for 10% off. And uh, yeah, go shopping. Why not? We we're talking about art supplies. Go nuts. And uh, But make sure you, uh, you limit at, at home in your practice, your studio, your, your environment that you love to just hang out in experiment by all means but focus in on you know a few things that you like and and go for it just paint um thank you very much for joining me very very much i appreciate it a lot and please spread the word tell a friend tell like i say tell your enemies tell your work colleagues bug your facebook friends until they uh till they unfollow you unfriend you they might unfollow you so it looks like they're unfriended, but so they're still friends, but yeah. Um, just share. Share the love. I really appreciate it. And go to my website, Tony White Watercolor, C-O-L-O-U-R.com, and we'll see you on we won't see you. I won't see you at all. Please feel free to drop me a line anywhere on online on my email. Go to my website and join up to my mailing list and you'll uh, get updated there. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Top stuff. Love your work. And adios, amigos. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. If you didn't like it, your silence is greatly appreciated. Thank you again and catch you next time.